We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Thursday, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you. We'll talk to Jeffrey Wright here in a few minutes after his one-week hiatus. Back with us on the show. To, that was uh, my fault, by the way. And it was, we had a lot going on. It was kind of one of those days where it was a pretty old Miss centric show and it was what it was. So, yeah, all good there with, uh, with him last week. We'll call Jeffrey in a couple minutes. Um, no update on Hunter Elliott. I know everybody's probably curious about that, but as of 8 15 this morning, nothing came out yesterday. They're still waiting on a couple things from, uh, at least one, maybe multiple doctors as, uh, as well. So that is where that stands. Ole Miss Maryland tomorrow starting the series four o'clock here in Oxford from Swayze Field. So we'll talk basketball. Ole Miss falling to Auburn in a close one last night. Played a pretty good second half, but fell just short of the Tigers. Coverage of that at rebelgrove.com. We'll dive into some other basketball topics and more. The podcast every single day by the Oxford Exxon. Highway 6 West in Oxford. Remember to get four free tickets to the series finale of every home series this season for Ole Miss baseball. Box seats given away. All you have to do is send in a uh, send in a tweet, put a picture, do whatever you want to do, whatever you think might win. You tag the Oxford Exxon, use the hashtag Rebel Ready, and you're entered to win those seats. Stop on in, lunch specials, hot case. Again, those salads look great. They've got tons of fresh ingredients in those. You can see pictures on social media, and again on the Oxford Exxon and Blue Sky, and coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. My mic sounds weird. I didn't touch it. I'll put the headphones on. Go ahead, and I'll look. The word weird is like, I don't know what that means. I'm not criticizing the person that said weird. I just don't like, is it loud? I don't know. Uh, we're brought to you Clark Ford Studios, Clark Ford, Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for my buddy, Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours, right? To the bottom line, no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Jeffrey Wright, other guests join on the MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive, you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, maybe you're an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify, Andy can help you. He's a longtime 
uh, rivals board member, a diehard college football fan, franchise veteran. He owns multiple franchises and businesses, uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life, your career in your own hands, 100% free, nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Contact Andy at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or call 404-973-9901. Is Jeffrey ready? Yes. Okay. We'll go to Jeffrey Wright here in a second. Yeah, it's a little bit of reverb. I actually kind of hear it. Um, I don't know. It's not bad. It just sort of sounds like the old system a little bit. There's a little bit of something in there. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, gentlemen. Yourselves? Uh, we're good, I think. I don't know. I'm, I stayed up watching college basketball last night. That makes two of us. Yeah, what is your viewing schedule from that standpoint? I mean, you've got, you're on air so freaking much between the afternoon and whatever. I mean, how, how do you sort of navigate the television at night to make sure you're well-versed enough? So, this is obviously kind of a dead part of the calendar especially like even locally you know when you had because the all-star game really wasn't even a big deal locally even though the grizzlies for the first time ever had two guys in it um i think that probably jives though nationally it seemed like there wasn't a great deal of interest in the all-star game this year so what i've been doing is Aliyah had to go out of town on tuesday for work so i had the tvs to myself and i just bet on three games and watch those. And then last night, uh, she's a big Love Island fan. Mm. So Love Island gets TV one. And then I had the basketball games on the side TVs. And then when Love Island was over, she went to bed and I stayed up to watch the end of the Ole Miss game and the end of the Alabama game. Let's talk Alabama. All right. Brendan Miller, beyond a shadow of a doubt, a great player. Should he be out there? I don't know. Does this put me in the... Uh, this may put me in the minority. I'm in this weird spot where if he wasn't charged and they're saying he didn't break team rules, I mean, you can wink, wink, nod, nod on all that. Yeah. I mean, I don't... like. Am I insane for thinking it's a little bit more complicated? Like, no. I actually listened to the... I actually listened to the testimony from the detective or I beg your pardon from the law enforcement officer and I don't know I mean obviously I'm inferring but man I got the sense of if they could have charged him they would have charged him and they did not believe that they could charge him yeah. I did not get the sense that this was funny business but again that's that's one person's interpretation so I spent a little bit of time yesterday talking to people in Alabama had the advantage of knowing a lot of people over there and I was like, what, what happened? What really happened? Like, not, not the spin. What really happened? And I'll be honest. Look, and I'm not going to paint Brandon Miller as some angel. There's no proof whatsoever. And the video, apparently, that's the surveillance video, supports this. There's no proof whatsoever that he ever touched the gun, that he knew the gun was loaded, that he knew there was an altercation. He had intended to come back, apparently. That's what I was told. Again, I'm not vouching for Brandon Miller. I'm getting to a bigger point here in a second. Um, he intended to come back and pick up 
Darius Miller to take him home. That was the original plan. And he went and got something to eat, came back, got him. At that point, they went and got – he did not block him in, by the way. The, the person – the the people the, – the girl that got shot and her boyfriend, he did not block them in. He actually parked in a different place, and that's corroborated by the video evidence. He parked first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which would go in line with he was there to pick him up. There's no evidence. Now, you can argue that – you can't argue that he's not a dumbass, right? Your friend says, hey – absolute at the absolute best case scenario this was an incredible horse like show of judgment yes but that's not against the law being being stupid in the moment and if we're going to do that with 19 year olds or 45 year olds or 53 year olds um my point is when this all went down you know people's phones started ringing nate oats ADs, everybody. The phones rang. We got a problem. They had all day Sunday that day, the day that the arrests were made, the day that the police were interviewing everyone, including Brandon Miller, to say, hey, from a messaging standpoint, we need to get out in front of this. This is going to be a big story. Instead, they were either arrogant enough or naive enough to not remotely get in front of it knowing that Brandon Miller's name was going to come out in the story. There was no chance, a 0% chance that, that it wouldn't come out publicly that Brandon Miller and another player were there at the scene. Brandon Miller's car got shot. And yet that's what they did. It's it, and, and frankly, and you know where I'm going here because we all cover major athletics programs. There is, and I don't know whether it's a privacy thing or whether it's a, I don't know what it is, but they they never they always seem to want to hide things, knowing it's eventually going to come out. And when it comes out later, and you didn't talk about it originally, it looks like you were covering up, even if you weren't covering up, even if you weren't hiding anything. It looks like you were. They could have said day one, Brandon Miller was there, and whoever the other kid was there, they were there. Police miles. Well, not Darius Miles. Bradley or something yeah, like that. It, what are the, the, other, the other kid that was there. Brandon Miller and the other kid were there. The police have talked to them. They've been fully cooperative. The police are not charging them. They did not commit a crime. They are cooperating witnesses. Yes. And then this wouldn't, oh, God, Brandon Miller was there. It might not have had the same punch that it's had. No, I definitely think a huge part of this is the fact that it appeared you had new information on was that Tuesday or Monday? Uh, Tuesday, I Tuesday, think. Tuesday. There's no question, and it it looked like a cover up. And then Nate Oates in the press conference did himself absolutely no favors. And I'm not defending him taking up for him. I'm just saying like, it just made it it made a cover up, and then the callous nature and kind of the offhanded comment of wrong place, wrong time, which is. Like, just holy hell, who yeah. wrote that line? Yeah. It yeah. just made it It made it so much more, I don't know, like, it, it, it made you more skeptical. Is that fair? Sure. Well, it's, it's, I told someone, and I'm not picking on media relations people here, but and it's and university communications people, but somebody, right, had to walk into those, to that office on that Sunday and say, hey, 
coach, whoever, we have to get out in front of this. We're going to have to be a little more transparent. And those people don't make anything resembling the kind of money that the people they're talking to make. And I think those people ignore them. We'll oh, deal, 100%. We'll deal with the media when we have to deal with the media. And then you wait a month and it comes out in a courtroom and now it's a feeding frenzy and you look like an idiot. Yeah, you could have done something very small like what the attorney did yesterday. And now look, the attorney is going to put Brandon Miller in the best possible light and you cannot take everything that was said there with any any factual nature outside of. And it, 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 it you know, kind of look, it jives with what Jeffrey was talking about is that from a dumbass standpoint, the attorney made Miller look less stupid than he actually was. There's no doubt about that. That was wrong. However, I do not think he lied about the surveillance backing up what was there and things that would be actually criminally negligent at that point. I think I believe the attorney on those things from what he said yesterday. I do. Yeah. Based on who I talked to yesterday. And again, again, I understand, you know, compare it to, Aeneas Williams when he got the DUI in College Station and then all of a sudden it you know 48 hours later it goes away. I understand the skeptical nature of thinking that in these college towns law enforcement's just in the pocket of the school. I listened to that testimony and man the the, the thing I kept saying is I think if they I think if they could have charged him they would have and I don't believe that they thought they could charge him. I agree. I do. I don't. I don't. They, so now, they, so, they, so here's what I was. Here, here's what I was told to charge him. Period. To charge him, you have to be able to prove intent. And apparently, there's nothing in the text messages that well, I don't think he even responded. To the best of my knowledge, right? There's nothing in the text messages to establish intent, and there's nothing to in the text messages, according to what I was told yesterday, to establish that he knew that there was a conflict ongoing. I he just, just knew Miles asking for his gun at one a.m. and and I don't blame Brandon Miller when he finds out there's a gun in the back of his car. I don't blame Brandon Miller for being like, I don't want that gun in my car. It's not my car. It's not my gun. It's not registered to me. I want to get it out of my car here at 1 o'clock in the morning. I don't blame well, him again, at all. You, you can roll your eyes, but you can make the argument. One in the head was warning him, hey, it's loaded. But he didn't say that. He didn't communicate about the about the gun. He didn't get – I don't think he even – I'm not sure whether he – I'm not sure what he got. Yeah, Miles handed the gun to the guy, the shooter and, the said, other guy. and said there's one in the head. Apparently, Miller's communication was simply, can you bring me my gun? The way I under, I can go back and look, but I thought I remembered it that way. I need my I think then, joint. Then, joint. Then, then yet again, this is like, I, I think that this has been like poorly covered. Like, I think most people believe that Miller was the one that said, hey, there's one in the head. Yeah, one of the things that happened was um, there was a reporter that was on Feinbaum Tuesday, and she supposedly kind of miscommunicated something in there, and it took off as gospel. Shocking. I mean, to me, I guess the the struggle that I have is it feels like Miller is taking most of the heat when I think the person that should be taking the heat is Oates 
And it feels like the only thing Oates has taken the heat for is the you know wrong place, wrong timeline. I'll tell you one thing. Yeah, real quick, intersection there, just to confirm. Miles contacted Miller and asked him to bring his gun to where they were. The gun belonged to Miles. When Miller got to the scene, Miles told Davis the heat is in the hat, meaning the gun was present. Miles yeah. added to Davis, there's one in the head. Yeah, so I, I think the misunderstanding, like, I think most people believe that Miller is the one that texted that. Yeah, the, the way I've interpreted all the news stories is Miller's only communication was simply, can you bring me the gun when you pick me up? And he apparently had the intent to pick him up regardless of the gun. But now still, I mean, yeah. Nobody's saying it's Mensa here. No, no. But again, well, here's if, you're, if, you're arresting, if you're arresting people for bad judgment, yeah. jails are going to get super full. Here's the real question. How am I supposed to feel about this fact that I'm sitting on an Alabama future at 20 to 1? Bad. Yeah, I don't. They looked distracted. Well, they looked distracted when it first came out for two games, and they sort of settled, and then they did it again last night. Everybody but him looked distracted yeah, well, last night. If point. I'm an NBA team, I'm looking at him going, God, is he that good under pressure? You went from I mean, yesterday, I'm, I'm, you shouldn't draft him to today. That was a positive? Yeah, I went. I watched that last night, and I said, if I'm convinced that that's it, that that's all he did, yeah, he's the third pick in the draft. Yeah, I. Uh... One thing is for sure, the NBA will get all the information, but I'm left thinking his draft stock's probably not going to fall that much. Yeah. He was he was amazing last night. You go for 41, what was it? What was the final? At, at least. Okay. I mean, it's granted, we all know South Carolina's not a good basketball team, but Alabama's a good basketball team, and when you're watching that game, you're just like, this guy is so head and shoulders better than everyone else on this floor that it's you know, just remarkable. Carolina's a bad basketball team, but on nights when Jackson is good, they, they become yeah. an average basketball team. And he was really good last night. 41, 78, 76 in overtime or whatever it was. If you're old Miss Jeffrey, can you hire Chris Beard? Oh boy. <laughs> um, well, I guess the one question we have to have answered, do we know if the league office is going to have any, anything to say? Uh, I, I don't, I don't think the league office would have a leg to stand on. And, and that comes, that's some, somewhat informed. I mean, obviously you're going to take a PR hit, but it comes back to the same question we were talking about, you know, a couple weeks ago. Is there another point in time when you're going to be able to hire Chris Beard? No. And I watched Alabama last night. They played. Nate Oates coached. Can you hire Chris Beard if there's a worry the photos of the injuries come out? Later. And Ray Rice tells us this is a problem. It is a problem. Alvin Kamara tells us though, eh, if you don't, you know what I mean. Like, uh, of course, I guess it's just different when you're, you know, you're beating up another guy in a club versus it is you know, hitting, yes. hitting your woman. It is. I mean, you have to acknowledge it's just a straight up. It's trying to win move, but. I, I don't like, can they? Sure. I do think that's a different question than will they? Should they? None of us know the answer to will they. We can opine on should they. 
part of this doesn't it doesn't part of this depend on what are the other options? Let's say your other options are Chris Holtman and a bunch of mid-major coaches. Chris Holtman at Ohio State, Dusty May at FAU, Pat, Pat Kelsey at Charleston. Although I don't think Pat Kelsey would take it. Pat Kelsey at College of Charleston, and we'll, for the kick, throw Ryan Odom in for Ryan the Odom at Utah State. That's your that's your that's your group. One more time. So Kelsey at Charleston. Kelsey at Charleston. Dusty May at Florida Atlantic. Dusty May's the one that seems like gets the most traction, which means I think Dusty's agent's doing the most work. Well, Dusty was Mike White's head assistant at two different programs. Dusty, look here. Let's be. Let's let's not beat around Dusty the bush. Let's let's not beat around the bush. Dusty May, and he might end up being the best coach that ever walked on the face of the planet. And he might be the the most wholesome, wonderful man that has ever lived. Dusty May has traction here because there are a handful of boosters that want Dusty May because Dusty May would play the booster access game, or they think he would. And this is a place where a lot of boosters are really up I in their... I don't even know if I'd go there. I just think it's a connection to Keith that makes the most sense. I mean, I think this but just his, simply... his name's flown around for a couple of years. And maybe it's just the Keith Yeah, Mike I mean, I, I think that's just such an obvious thing there that everybody goes, well, okay, this makes sense. Let's start putting the board together. And now suddenly he's winning, which makes it cooperative with that. Because if Dusty May doesn't do what he's doing right now, we're not having this conversation. No, of course. If he's 18 and 10 and he's right. just decent there. Although it was kind of a funny so thing. I'm, His first three losses, I think, were Ole Miss, Andy, and Middle. And I that's thought, correct. Well, that's a weird circle. Right. That's yeah. correct. That, that is a uh, wow. <laughs> um, so I watched them. I watched them the Ole Miss game, and then I watched them on one of Andy's games that was on TV. That is the extent of what I know about FAU. What is the explanation for why they are so good? Because I guess this is what I would say. In general, when you go make the mid-major hire, it's obviously risky. But what I think happens oftentimes is you wind up getting a lot of these mid-major coaches that they're able to out-coach in a league where the talent is relatively similar. Yep. They all usually play really slow. One thing I do know about FAU is they do not play really slow. Which to me is okay. I'm putting him in a different a different hat than I put a lot of these other mid major coaches. I, I don't know. I mean, I think the biggest problem that I have with Beard is, in the end, whether or not it's fair, whether or not it's true. The reality is, the perception is going to be that the charges were dropped because the fiancé refused to cooperate. Yep. And she has a vested interest. And listen, I know most of these coaches aren't choir boys. But can we at least acknowledge, like, putting your hands on a woman is in a different category of scumbag? Our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with the challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. Therapists can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. So you, as we talk about BetterHelp every week, that you know sometimes you need somebody with no preconceived notions. You can talk to family and friends and other people around you, but you need a clean slate. Give your opinions without anybody thrusting their opinions on you. It's a great thing for therapy and a reason to give BetterHelp a try. So if you're thinking of giving 
Therapy, an opportunity. It's a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey. You can switch therapists at any time. Turn your video on or off. Make it as comfortable as possible. Again, they make it easy to find someone who fits you. So to get get you there, let BetterHelp assist you. That's BetterHelp.com slash MPW to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash MPW. Walk on Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with a taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine like po' boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp. Plus, enjoy fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Order online at walkons.com or check out their convenient Walk-Ons app, especially if you're in Oxford or Jackson. Please visit the Oxford or uh, Ridgeland locations. Tell them how much we appreciate them sponsoring the Oxford Exxon podcast. The College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. They have the largest selection of rebel gear in central Mississippi. Brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, that area, call the people at Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app and name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. Want it, bid it, win it. And we're brought to you by Solutions RX. It's a probiotic, multivitamin, and supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical-grade manufactured right here inside Mississippi. If you take diabetes medication, high blood pressure medication, cholesterol medications, you know they typically cause some side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss, and all that's due to a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. Chris formulated a product called Prescription Support, puts those vitamins and minerals back into your body, helps prevent those side effects, keeps you more compliant, helps you stay healthier over the long term solutionsrx.com type in the promo code OEP at checkout get 10% off your first order podcast is brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation with baseball back for another exciting season you can show your support for their efforts on the field by signing up for the pledge per win and pledge per home run campaigns donations are charged every Monday they're allocated into your blue priority points total and they're up to 90% tax deductible sign up today by visiting give to athletics.com slash donate or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159. And remember, Morgan Wallen coming to Vault Hemingway Stadium to Oxford this April, the same week as Ole Miss LSU baseball. It'll be a busy weekend. You can get tickets Saturday night, Sunday night for that at great prices. MorganWallen.com for tickets for that concert. Well, yeah, and it's also here too. I mean, not to get way down this road, but most of the time that abuse is going on, the the victim does side with the perpetrator in public. They don't report. They There's no evidence that this is the first time. Now, I'm saying it isn't, but there was, the, it, it, this is this is nonsensical from a how abuse typically works standpoint. That we go, oh, no, they're just one bad night. Okay, maybe. But giving yeah. the complete benefit of the doubt that is just as stupid as going the other way. I've had bad nights. I've yeah, I know. 
on a woman. You know what I mean? Like, and I think the bigger problem to me is he was charged because of the evidence on her body. And you have all these studies that show if there's strangulation, like it's 10 times more likely that it's a repetitive thing. And again, a if police I'm, report is going to have I'm, photos of this. If I'm going to hire him, I have to see the photos, right? Yeah. What if you can't see them? What if they're sealed and you can't see them? And I'm playing a lot of devil's advocate here for the sake of the conversation. <laughs> I go back and forth on this because, look, I've worked in this field now for a long time. I don't think coaches – how far am I willing to go with this statement? I don't think the coaches that get to the top in most of these sports are the greatest guys in the world. But they're not beating people. I don't know. I yeah, I, no, I don't know. What, I, I don't know what they do. I don't. I mean, it's not I, public. It's not public. You're not selling season tickets off that. Well, that's true. But like, if you're asking me, here's what here's my deal: is if you're asking me, hey, do I think of the top 50 college football coaches in the country and the top 50 college basketball countries coaches in the country, do I think stuffs happened at their home that just never got reported? I do absolutely because they're just not they're not great people. We hear too many stories about the stuff that they do. I'm, I'm more realistic about it than that. I don't judge it. My deal is, and I've said this. I've said this for a while. Nobody gives a damn on Saturday afternoon when their team lost 38-17 to 17, that the coach is a great guy. When they do the Selection Sunday thing in a couple of weeks, they're not going to go, hey, and I'm picking a team here, Charlotte. You know, Charlotte's 110 in the net, 16-11. and 11. Yeah, they got a quad one win, but you know what? They're a bunch of choir boys, and the coach, the coach is like husband of the year, so we're going to give them an 11 seed. That, does, a that big, doesn't happen. There's a big range from there to what we're it, talking about. It does. Because it's at public. The, at the end of the day, the only thing that matters, the only thing that matters at this level, we can bullshit our way through it, pardon my language, we can paint flowery pictures, it's about winning. Look at Ole Miss. Mike Bianco might be the nicest guy on the whole campus. And they were firing him if he didn't get in the tournament last year. One more domestic violence call to Chris Beard's house when he's Ole Miss's coach, and you fire him that day, and you are screwed. You are. There's no question about it. That's the, I mean, the, the, and that's the one thing that you have to – the conversation you have to have is, hey, is there – are you stable? Because – you pick up the phone, she picks up the phone, anyone picks up the phone, and so much as says you're having an argument, and you're done. But don't you think he has to know that? Can he help it? He put it. He I don't know. Her. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I've never. I mean, we're not talking about rational. Oh God, they're just having a conversation, and he meticulously thought I, about it, and then grabbed her throat. I've never I touched mean, a woman. I don't know. I don't know. I guess this is the other question you have to ask. Is he head and shoulders the best candidate you can get? From a straight basketball coaching standpoint, yes. No. Okay. All right. So well, that's proven on, at least. I have no idea. Here's the craziest part of all this. The craziest part of all but this. But we're at the point where it is what it is. It is so it what it is. Matter. But the craziest part of all this is that you could hire Will Wade, who's not as good of an X and O coach. He's every bit the recruiter that Beard is. Motivated no. as hell. And all, all Will Wade did was – Talk on the telephone about making a strong ass offer, which yeah, now, which now, if you don't make a strong ass offer, you've got no chance at elite players because it's all about money. Nobody's coming because they felt home at fill in the blank school. I'm not 
is willing to go as strong as Richard did on Beard, I am willing to agree with him that there is zero chance on Miss Hires Will, Will Wade as his next basketball coach. So that is kind of the irony to me is I'm sitting here thinking as we talk through the Chris Beard discussion, it's like, can you just go get Will Wade? It's more palatable, which is insane. I don't think it's an option. I mean, I, I'm with y'all. I also am a little skeptical. I think Will could do that job at LSU. I'm skeptical that you can do it at Ole Miss. Like, I also I, don't I, think Will is hireable if you don't get a show calls answer because Ole Miss is not in a program shape to, for its head coach to not be able to recruit for a year. It's true. I mean that's 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 prohibitive to a point that but, it's but you can't hire Chris Holtman, well, right? You can't yeah, hire you, well, I mean, you're at Ohio well, State and you and you. Oh, I'd hire Dusty May before I hired Chris Holtman. I, I agree. Mean, I agree on that, but we have we're also forgetting the most important question: Who loves Ole Miss the most? I don't think that matters, does it? I think we're finally past that. Lane Kiffin, if he's done nothing else, has put that to bed. Yeah, I go there. I'm I'm being facetious. I know yeah, you I know. are. Well, there was a time when that would actually factor in. You'd want some. I mean, help Matt. Oh, yeah. it, was the only, it was the only reason Matt got the job. Yeah. <sighs> I know. I'm listen, and, and I mean, two weeks from right now, one of two things will have happened at Ole Miss. They will have either lost last night in the SEC tournament, or they will have eked out a, a win. And they'll be playing somebody fairly good later today and getting beat. And this decision, it hangs. It, 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 it's that time, the moment that the clock hits zero. I mean, it's coming. You got two. There, you got two weeks. I guess. I guess the other thing I would say is, doesn't your gut say you can't do this? I don't know what this says about me. I mean, That's good. my my gut says this is if you're ever going to do it, now's the time. It's, well, I it's, the, la- it's I the ladder analogy. I'm, I'm at the ladder, right? Ole Miss basketball in the last – I do the math every time they lose a game, which is twice a week. And they've now lost 4 and 15, 2 and 13. So they're, they're 6 and 29. Is that right? 6 and 28 or whatever it is in their last – 34 SEC games. You're at the bottom. right? Literally right now, they're tied with LSU for last. They play LSU on Saturday. The loser almost overwhelmingly will be the last seed. Ole Miss hasn't won a home game, home SEC game since January of last year. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I'm not debating. So, so I, not I, guess, I guess my thing is it's the latter thing, right? If you're – look, if you're – Your point it, is you can't you, – can it get any lower? Yeah, you're, if you're Kansas, you don't think about Chris Beard. You don't think about it. Like, no way. If you're Auburn today, you don't think about Chris Beard. It doesn't even cross your mind. If you're at the very bottom of the ladder and there's nowhere to fall. Yeah, I guess what you do is you you say you you have a contract that protects you protects you pretty strongly. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Where hey, you, you you so uh, much as get a parking ticket in town and you're probably fired. Yeah, and you say what the hell. Because here's the thing, and this is the fact. 
If you don't hire him, somebody will. Let's call it Georgia Tech. Goes to Georgia Tech, and in four years, Georgia Tech's in the Sweet 16. You hired a mid-major, and you just repeated it. You just rolled another 6-12 and 12 and a 5-13, and 13, and then you crashed and burned with a 3-15. and 15. You failed at that point. And the fact that the coach who you hired, his daughter won Brownie Scout of the Year at the cookie sale, and he's the best guy in the world, doesn't change the fact that you're not winning and no one's in that arena. And guys, Saturday night, they're going to play LSU at 7.30 on a Saturday night. Ole Miss baseball will have been over for hours on Saturday night for hours, unless they go like 30 innings. There will be 2000 people in that arena. No, look, that's, that's the bet you're making. And again, I don't know either way. I don't know Chris Beard. I talked to somebody last night who kind of knows him. I don't know Chris Beard at all. Never met him. No clue. I don't know what his future past, anything else is, but if you're going to go that route, you're also going the other side that goes, yeah. And what about the domestic violence call in 18 months when he's at Georgia tech and you didn't hire him? Right. You win. It's what I'm saying. It's, it's a risk. I mean, it's the risk. My point is when you're at the bottom with nothing to lose, that's when you take the risk. I mean, I agree with that. I, I don't know. I here's, here's an example. In a world where, and I know this is... I only know, Beard's, repu- I only know Beard's reputation from coaching people. He's been a pretty shady figure for a while. Yep. But like a lot of basketball coaches are kind of shady figures. I mean, that's a, sh- I mean, that's a shady world. I mean, college nasty. basketball recruiting is a really nasty underbelly. Oh, for sure. I mean, football is too, but basketball is... Maybe. Because there's fewer players and right. it gets dirty. Right. Keith is staking his because look, here's the deal. Do you here, here's because this is a true question. I was talking to somebody about this a couple days ago. You hire Chris Beard and suddenly the one thing that can happen to cost you your job as the athletic director at Ole Miss comes into play for Keith Carter. Football is dictating your job otherwise. Yeah. Hiring Chris Beard is the only way you put where you put your basketball program to dictating your job. Because if he does anything, you're out too. Yeah. You're counting on Chris Beard never doing again what he did that day. Yeah. Or anything close to it because he's lost benefit of doubt. I think you could say you're gambling on that. Yeah, sure. But if you hire the boring mid-major who just does exactly what's happened five of the last six years or four of the last six years, one of the other – here's my thing with Ole Miss basketball is it's been irrelevant for five of the last six years. Andy's last year. But what if Dusty Mays, Dennis Gates? What better off? Might be. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know these people. I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. Sure. Todd Golden. I mean, I don't know. Because today, we would think at least three or four of those six are going to hit. Okay. Right? Uh, I think Golden's going to hit okay. Yeah, but he's at a better program. He is, sure. I mean, think, and Missouri's a better program. I think Gates is going to hit. Yeah. I think, actually, I'm not completely out on Lamont Paris. Carolina. No, I'm not out on him. McMahon's no, got a lot of damn work to do. Doing, I mean, I know their their record doesn't show up, but I mean, I don't know. I kind of like I kind of like what he's doing. I mean, Nate Oates was from Buffalo. No, you can do the mid major. Got to, but you got to do you got to hit the right one because there's for every one mid major that works, there's some that don't. Also, this is completely irrelevant if Will if Chris Beard won't take about two point two million dollars. Oh, of course, of course. If he's coming in asking for big money, you're like, see you, champ. This isn't doable. No, bye. I've not been perusing the board as much. What would the reaction be if they hired Beard? I would assume probably excited. 
fanatics for the most part would be very excited. There's a group though that would be very frustrated, and you would you would you would have to win to have a net positive on tickets because you will lose some tickets from some yep. people. Yep, you'd have to, he'd have to come he'd in. He'd have and, to really win early to not actually lose season tickets. I mean, he's won everywhere he's been. Yeah, he's sure. Next- no, there's a group that would jump back in all in. I've talked to a lot of them, and there's a group that would drop their tickets. It's probably a net positive, but it's not 100%. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The more I talk it out, the more I'm kind of with Neil. I mean, the program's so low. Why not? I mean, I do actually, I guess I'd push back, Chase. I do think there's a scenario where Keith could hire him. Something, the worst case scenario could happen and he could survive. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, not not 100%. Sure. All would have to be winning pretty big. Here's all I got to say is that if Saturday night's what I think Saturday night's going to be, you've got to sit there in, in that seat and you've got to look around and you've got to go, I've got to figure out how to make this not happen again. I've got to figure. I mean, I, I've got to figure out how I can get to a place where I never come in here for a conference game and it looks like this. I understand that. I guess the the question that I have is: Is Chris Beard the only one that can do that? Because I am also of the mind that I think I think based on where they are financially, probably so. He Chris Beard is muddying it up for everybody else. If Chris Beard is still at Texas, Dusty Mayor Pat Kelsey is a much more applauded hire when it's made. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like think- that that's part of the issue too. Cause look, like I said, look at last year, there was a lot of jobs open in the sec, six of them, five of them were all went to mid majors. And the other one was Mike white. That's it. Nobody went and got a big fish last year with any of those jobs. No, I also think that I think it's not just Chris Beard. I think the will Wade thing, cause I think that frustrates people also like, well, Really, we can't do like you're just ruling this out immediately. 
I think that frustrates people. Yeah, sure. I mean, to me, like weirdly, like the compromise higher would be Will Wade, but that seems to be a, a non-starter. This Six. is all irrelevant if there's not nil. You're not going to coach your way in this league without nil. No, so you got to have a coach who you think can come in and get people excited enough to raise nil, and frankly, you got to have a coach who's connected enough in some of the other markets to create his own nil. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. Penny safe up there? Everybody happy with Penny? Uh, Jeff Goodman apparently was calling him out. Um, huh? I don't know. This this line is weird tonight. It's two at Wichita State. Kim Palm shows it by five. So I only see two scenarios. Either they think Kendrick Davis isn't playing or Vegas has Wichita State power rated a little better than maybe Ken Palm does, which is also a possibility. But, you know, they're in that they're in kind of that not fun position where every basketball game is just about avoiding a bad loss. And so that always kind of feels like apprehensive. But I mean, if they go three and one in their next four, I think they're in. Oh. Do you buy the Bears stuff with Justin Fields? That no, they, smoke screen, right? I, I think so too. I think they're just raising the price. I think they're just doing smart business. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, we all love Bryce Young. Are we willing to stake our future on him? No. What do you think about this stuff with Richardson being the first? Say CBS Sports says Anthony Richardson can go number one. Is that Ryan Wilson? Uh, I'd have to click on it. I, I, here's the deal. It, that feels like February 23rd, and I need some clicks before yeah. April. I can change my mind and still be right later on. Right? I mean, I also think it's he is a physically gifted specimen. And you do know, like my deal is, you do know scouts are going to go to that pro day and they're just going to be slobbering. Oh, no. He, I, I always call it the Underwear Olympics. He is going to win every gold medal at the Underwear oh, Olympics. God, yes. But doesn't that reek more of like someone takes him at seven rather than someone takes him number one? That's what I think. And you, you trade up and give up all that it's going to take to get number one, and then you take Anthony Richardson? They have the Colts trading up to one to get him, was the way that this mock draft was phrased. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, though, if there's one insane person, Jim Irsay. Oh, did. there's no doubt. If if you if there's one spot, he says, I think Richardson's going to emphatically remove the lid from Lucas Oil Stadium at the Combine. It'll lead the Colts to taking a chance on him, giving the hiring of former Eagles, Stane Steichen, as head coach. Richardson has similarities to Hurts and all-pro upside. He does have the upside. There's no question about that. I don't know. I mean, don't don't doesn't don't Levis and Richardson both feel like the Josh Allen corollary where But that's what the NFL that's what the NFL does. I mean, yeah, they, it's a copycat deal. At, usually when you're picking at one, they usually pick the safer pick. <laughs> what about at two when they take Mitch Trubisky? But Well, that's smartest man in the room. Yeah, I'm gonna guess that those two guys are closer to Trubisky and Akili Smith than I am Josh Allen. Just a guess. Well, I that's the thing. Like everyone, Josh Allen changed everything, and it also, in my opinion, kind of does a disservice to Josh Allen, where it's like maybe he's just special. Sure. Yeah, maybe he's not a prototype. But I yeah, mean, maybe, we all act maybe, like these people are experts. There's a lot of teams in the NFL that passed on Patrick Mahomes. 
Uh, nine of them did. I mean, just when we just because you're in an executive seat doesn't mean you're a genius. It doesn't mean you're perfect. It doesn't mean you never make mistakes. And it doesn't mean that you never overthink things. Because there's all sorts of evidence in history that they do. What's on the show today, Jeff? Uh, let's see. We got Grizzlies and Tigers return tonight. Also, uh, if y'all want to play Writer Than Right trivia, you can call in at 1030. Two tickets to go see Dave Matthews. Dave, bro! Uh, at Bank Plus in on May 24th, my brother's birthday. And then also Jelly Roll on July 28th. So we'll be giving away those tickets. Excellent. 10.30 on uh, on that one. Appreciate it, bud. As always. 92.9 ESPN. Yep. You just had to bring up Mahomes. I mean, if, if the Saints had had one higher draft slot, I would have had a much happier last few years. Would have gone much better for your boy. I mean. I feel. It is what it is. NFL front offices sat in a room and made decisions. Well, he wanted him. He just couldn't get high enough. Yeah, in one spot, as good as Marshawn Lattimore was. But there, was. there were teams that passed on Patrick Mahomes for other quarterbacks. It happens. They'll make the same mistakes again. That CBS draft has Bryce Young two to the Texans, Jalen Carter three to the Cardinals, Will Anderson Jr. fourth to the Chicago Bears, and Will Levis fifth to the Carolina Panthers. Levis is going to go high. Whether, whether people think he should or shouldn't is, is another matter entirely, but he is going to we'll go. We'll all find out together. He's going to go high. They love him. Because the NFL looks at physical tools, and they look at that game against uh, against Georgia when he got blown up, and they go, well, he couldn't. they couldn't protect him. We'll protect him. Yeah, I can't say I know Jelly Roll either. I'm not aware of that one. If you want a, uh, saw it this morning, and I remember this guy from college, so college baseball fans will know the name. It was kind of one of those four seeds you'd have been scared of back in the day. A uh, spring training storyline. The Phillies picked up Noah Song in the Rule 5 draft after the Red Sox left him unprotected. It's an interesting deal because he went to the Naval Academy and was still an active military member at the time. Couldn't play because of that. Boston took him in the fourth round in 2019. But he's now been moved over to the reserves. He can go to Philly's camp today, but he hasn't pitched since 2019. But here's the deal. The way the stipulations work, he has to basically, if he makes the team out of camp, he must stay on the 26-man roster the entire season. The Phillies have no flexibility with him whatsoever. And he also can't be optioned after that. If they Basically, if they want to keep him, he has to make the team. Can he get hurt? I don't know. It's a question I don't have a good answer for. Because I'm guessing he could get hurt. I think so. Hamstring. But that doesn't allow him to develop at all when he hadn't pitched in four years. If you do that, he can't pitch anywhere. That's true. So if he pitches, (laughs) he's got to pitch in the bigs. Yes. I don't know. I mean, they have to at least... Don't spring training games start tomorrow or Saturday? Uh, I don't know. This week. No clue. You're more in tune on that kind of stuff than I am. I'm kind of excited about baseball season a little bit. I mean, not excited like I can't wait, but I'll watch. Till we suck. Then I'll probably be like, eh. 
I watched a lot last year, and the Cubs were terrible. Especially in the second half when they actually played okay, I watched a bunch. I sort of like watching the whole rebuild thing happen. Tell you about Johnston Hill Creamery, johnstonhillcreamery.com. Small batch artisanal cheese that make locally and in-house every single day. Charcuterie boards, catering, grazing tables. They do workshops. Got some of those coming up. 669-419-9201. Cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. And you can do tons of your shopping right there online. They make it easy for you to pick out your different desserts, your cheese options, your charcuterie trays. Whatever you got coming up this weekend, let Johnson Hill Creamery take care of you. I hope you enjoy their king cakes. Over king cake season, that's over now as we're into Ash Wednesday. But plenty of other items. Their house mustard's fantastic. You get all that and more, 662-419-9201. Uh, Oxford's new Greek restaurant, Opa, great place if you're coming in this weekend for uh, baseball, for basketball, whatever the case may be. Just coming in to hang out in Oxford. Stop by Opa, make it a part of your weekend. Fabulous food, great craft libations as well on the square. Opa. I'll have a mailbag out later today. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. We're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board. IT, engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or uh, maybe you don't even know what you're looking for. They can help. They get to know you. They know your strengths. Uh, they find out what you're looking for in your next career move, and they help you find the right fit. It's 662-832-5138 or service specialist ltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest. No down payment. Financing is available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. So much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings. Uh, You can compete in nationally recognized competitions. It's also a great place for... uh, events, reunions, that kind of thing. So get in touch with the people at Southern Traditions Farm on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area. They offer MedSync. If your prescription is the same day each month, and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery. You have everything you need when you need it with G&M. They also can transfer your medications easily. You can do that by giving them a call. They take care of the rest. So, again, Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs or GNM here in Oxford. That's 662-236-2222. You actually kind of like rebuilds more than when they're actually in contention. Yeah, rebuilds are fun. Like with the Thunder play, it's kind of fun. If they lose, I'm like, okay, good. Better for the draft. If they win, I'm like, look, we're getting better. It's win-win. There's never a loss. No loss hurts. 
That's nice. That's a no great loss part. Of, no loss hurts. That's a great part about rebuilds. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. Yeah, they got beat last night. It's fine. It's all good. If anything, you're winning too much. Alabama, South Carolina was fairly interesting last night. It was a fun game. 78-76 final. Alabama. Wasn't in overtime. It was in regulation. Brandon Miller, 41 points. Did not go over. It, that team did go overtime. Oh, it did? Oh, yeah. Okay. I was right the first time. Yeah. Yeah, they outscored them 10-8 to eight in overtime. 18 for Michi Johnson last night for the Gamecocks. Yeah, he played well. He's a good He's a good guy. Good player. They're okay. They're not, they're not as terrible as their record indicates. Night night Commodores losing to the LSU Tigers last night. Yeah. In Baton Rouge. Williams for LSU goes for 35 and 10 last night. He was terrific. Robbins had 23, 11, and 9. It wasn't his fault. One block away from a triple double. And then Kentucky kind of just gutted past Florida. Florida, Florida played pretty well without Castleton last night, but Kentucky wins it. Sheboy 25 points for uh for the Wildcats. Some updated nets going into the weekend. There's some good games this weekend, by the way. Uh, Alabama's two. Tennessee is three. Arkansas moved up from 16 to 15. A&M moved up from 23 to 22. Kentucky moved up six spots with its win over Florida. They're now 29 in the net. Auburn actually fell three points. That's why Bruce Pearl looked like he was seeing a ghost yesterday. They fell three to 33 with their uh, win over Ole Miss. Mississippi State moved up one to 42. Missouri stayed at 51. Florida fell to 55. Vandy is now 91. It's over. They have to win in Nashville. Uh, Ole Miss is 132. Georgia's 138. LSU moved up three to 153. And South Carolina moved up 13 in the net, losing to Alabama. Okay. Gamecocks making a run. They're now up to 230 in the net. That's better. Who plays this weekend? I'm finding it. Let's see. I know it's Ole Miss and LSU is the least compelling game. Yeah. Auburn 78, Ole Miss 74, by the way, last night. Morrell goes for 23. Rebels got it. They had a lead in the second half with like maybe six, five to go, something like that. They did. Um, We're down two when Morrell missed the free throw late with like a minute to go, 30 seconds to go. He actually made the free throw. Well, he missed one. They They had a lane violation that cost him a point. And then Matt missed a free throw. They didn't shoot well. I don't know what their three-point percentage was. It wasn't good. This weekend, LSU at Ole Miss. Yes, uh, 2-13 and 13 Ole Miss, 2-13 and 13 LSU, 730 SEC Network from the Pavilion. It's on television, television. Uh, Missouri, oh, Georgia, really? 12 o'clock in Athens. Missouri and Georgia? Uh-huh. Okay, it's not very good. Missouri has to win. They have to win. Uh, 1 o'clock ESPN 2, Arkansas at Alabama. Ooh, it's a good game. It's a good game. Coleman Coliseum. 2.30 SEC Network, Texas A&M, Mississippi State. Ooh. Opportunity for the Bulldogs. <sighs> Almost a must win for State. State's 3-7 and seven quad one. This would be a quad one win. A&M, for them, it's a... Big opportunity. They're up to five and four in quad one. AM's net's twenty-two. It's a the more I think about it, it's a huge opportunity for Arkansas at fifteen. Mm-hmm. You beat Alabama on the road as a two net. You might get out of that eight nine picture at that point. Arkansas is three and six against quad one. Three o'clock CBS Auburn at Kentucky on Saturday. 
I think Auburn escaped disaster yesterday, and they're going to be okay. The rest of their schedule is pretty hard, so even if they lose games, they're going to be okay. Um, But it's an opportunity for them to sort of get out of that bad seeding area. South Carolina at Tennessee, and the ball should finally get healthy a little bit. They better. A game now that means absolutely nothing, Florida at Vanderbilt on Saturday. Meaningless. The bubble popped. Yeah. For the Commodores. Yeah, they have to win four games in four days. (sighs) And good luck. So who is the – I know it's the three teams, Ole Miss, LSU, South Carolina, on that Wednesday night for sure. Who's who's last? Who's the Uh, 11? Yeah, I'm going to it. Hold on. I've got it right here. As of today, it's Mississippi State. Really? It's a tie between Florida and Mississippi. No, sorry, Georgia and Mississippi State right now. Yes. So, Bama's for sure going to have a double bye. A&M's for sure going to have a double bye. Kentucky's the three seed right now. And then the tie for fourth is Tennessee and Auburn. Okay. One ahead of Missouri, Vanderbilt, and Arkansas. Okay. And then on the bottom side, Ole Miss and LSU for sure, Carolina for sure, mm-hmm. and then Georgia six and nine, State six and nine, Florida seven and eight. So it'll probably end up being Georgia because they're losing today. They will they play who they play Missouri. Yeah, is that what it was? Or Saturday? They play at Missouri on Saturday. Now, I don't know how they finish. If Ole Miss loses on Saturday night. They'll be playing whoever that team is, Georgia, right. State, whoever. Yes, correct. If Ole Miss wins on Saturday night, they're going to play South Carolina. Feels almost guaranteed. Pretty much bet on it. Yeah. I'm kind of curious about some of these lines this week. That that Alabama-Arkansas game, that's pretty interesting on Saturday. Yeah. That's worth a... Bama's a little distracted. Well, yeah, no, they they have played like crap coming off every time news has come out about this. And for Arkansas, it's kind of free shot since they put Smith in the lineup. And again, they've played a a, a Florida team without Castleton and they've played Georgia. So I'm not trying to put too much stock on it. But since they put Smith in the lineup, they've they've put up some big numbers offensively. And Alabama didn't exactly defend South Carolina last night. They have lapses there. Arkansas is probably the wild card team in the league because of Nick Smith. He's, I mean, he's a special talent. And if he's getting the rust off, if there's one game to watch, it's that one. The other one would be the Mississippi State. That That's a good game. A&M it's game. fun. It's, it's whatever. Sure. Can you imagine how many NBA scouts will be at the game at Coleman? You've got Smith, Miller, Black, that are all probably lottery picks on the floor. And then other players that they like. A lot of, lot of second-round guys on that floor. That's back to the Ole Miss thing. You got Whoever it is, whatever the deal is, you got to get somebody who can get players. you got to have better players to win in this league. You just have to have better players. If you look at the teams that are winning, the teams that we talk about, they all have good players, every one of them. I mean, Auburn won last night because they had the two best players on the floor. The little point guard and, and Janai Broom. 
Broom's a beast. I love him. He's a great player. And they just handle late game situations so much better. They do, but they have better players. Yeah. They have guys who can go get buckets. Ole Miss does not handle late game well. Mm, no. Maybe it's player. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, just you be, can go go wherever you got to go from there from that standpoint. But, but like, there were times late in the game last night that you looked at Ole Miss on the floor and you're like, the only guy that you can really depend on here is Matt Morrell. And Auburn knew it. Auburn defended in that way, knowing that, hey, they're going to go to Morrell. And he had a good night. but Yeah, Matt played well. But Matt has to really work hard to get his. You looked at Auburn, for example, and Janai Broom didn't have to work as hard to get his because Wendell Green was such a force, especially when he got downhill. They couldn't get anybody in front of him. Flanagan's a good player. Flanagan would be one of Ole Miss's better players. Yeah, sure. Whatever you uh, have done this week, you did not get to the uh, level of incompetence that uh, I saw this morning. I was looking for links. Spain's Secretary of State for Transport and the head of the state rail company. He had to resign amid continuing public and political anger after it emerged that dozens of new trains ordered for the two northern Spanish regions were too big to fit through the tunnels. Oh, yeah, three years ago, they had uh, commissioned and plans to modernize and build new trains and all that stuff, but it was revealed last month that the trains being built under the uh, $258 million contract were too wide to pass through the tunnels in the two regions. Good job, guys. That's So who's got a worse transportation director, Spain or the U.S.? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty that's close, huh? Pretty, that's, yeah. that's infrastructure is an issue in, yeah. in, some, in some places yeah. here. So. I read it and went, hmm, okay. We got, yeah, we, got, we got issues here, too. It's You can get tunnel vision everywhere. Like, if you just kind of spread your field water, it's like it's kind of issues everywhere. Like, everybody got everybody got stuff. It there's, is. There, there, there's, there's their stuff. Budacek taking personal days during. Oh, I didn't say this. Yeah, right. that's a little bit of an issue. It, it would help to get people who are actually qualified in transportation to run transportation departments. That that seems like a seems like an obvious, but you know, today's the twenty third. There it is. Okay, looking for this. Um, let's see. Real quick, we talked about a little NFL draft stuff. Um, the other thing that is interesting: the NFL franchise tag window opened this week. They have two weeks special. You have two weeks to speculate which players. End up pretty unhappy. They don't get long term deals. Is why people are frustrated. Yep. They do get good pay because it's the average of some of the highest pay, paid salaries at their position. So it's not a salary thing, but they are being put off from a deal standpoint. The most likely uh, guys of in this conversation. Every team gets one too. By the way, that's mm-hmm. how this works. Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, going to tag him for the year. He'd make good money. Thirty two point four million dollars. They he, think he's headed for Tag City. He would hold out for a while. That's been done a lot. Geno Smith. You tag him if you're the Seahawks. Put it off for a year. Figure out what you want to do. Probably. That makes sense. Yeah. The Giants are considering tagging Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley. You buy any of the talk about the Giants moving Saquon Barkley? It's running back. If he has value. Yeah, I know. You get rid of them before they blow the tire. Yeah, because there's still tread on the tire. Oh, he's still good now. Yeah. The Raiders contemplating uh, tagging Josh Jacobs. If I'm the Giants, I tag 
Jones yeah. and make sure this is legit. Yeah. Prove it for a year. Prove man. it for a year. And then if you do, hey, okay, we'll, we'll, give you the, we'll give you the big deal. Yeah. But you're going to have to. Let's make sure this wasn't a I'm one. not staking my future on Daniel Jones yet. But I don't want to give Saquon some massive long-term deal that hamstrings my franchise when he becomes like every other running back at the age of 30. You'll notice this is mainly a running back thing outside of the quarterbacks. Cowboys, Tony Pollard, also the other potential tag for the for Dallas. Makes sense. Yeah, you're just you're just kicking cans. Josh Jacobs with the Raiders, they could tag him. Yeah. It'll piss him off. But oh, for sure. It'll mean that he, he's, it'll piss them all off. He'll say, I'll show up for the first week of practice, not camp. I won't yeah. be at camp. Yeah, if you're tagging me, I'm I'm, I'm out. out of camp. Somebody else can help out the other guy. Yeah. We didn't talk about it yesterday. I know nothing about them, and they're maybe the most nondescript franchise in the NBA. Hawks fired Nate McMillan yesterday. This will shock you, but he and Trey Young don't get along. So they won. Trey Young won out there? For now. Is that how that works? If the Hawks could move Trey Young and get value, they'd do it. Well, they're incredibly mediocre, right? Because they're like 500 in the East. Yeah, they're, they're, but they're, they're just good enough to be in purgatory. And they made some bad decisions. They made some bad trades. They they did. They've kind of done this. It's not just Trey Young. It's the front office. You're not buying Atlanta. No, not at all. In any way. No. Buying no Hawks futures at all. Too many teams that are better than them. There were uh, six games in the SEC from a baseball standpoint. Mississippi State got its revenge on ULM yesterday, winning 14-3. to and Starkville to split that midweek. Cheated. South Carolina beat Queens College, I guess, uh, 12 to nothing yep. yesterday. Big win. Is that who that is? Mm-hmm. Big win. Okay. Not like where Alexander Hamilton went. I think he did go to Queens College. Yeah. Uh, Alabama 10 nothing over UT Martin yesterday. The, uh, the Tide, yeah. 20th in the country. Uh, Tennessee beat Alabama A&M 23-1 to yesterday. Powerful lineup. Yeah. Vanderbilt uh, getting in midweek win, beating UAB thirteen to one yesterday. Unstoppable force. <laughs> but they lost to Central Florida. The year's yeah, not over. I mean, I mean, Central Arkansas. The year's not over. It's, UCA's it's, headed to Omaha. And then in the, uh, if you want to say something was a bit of a shocker, um, Florida was up. Uh, let's see, three, six, eight. Florida was up eight to uh, three entering the ninth inning. South Florida put a seven spot up and beat the Gators ten to nine last night. If you've heard uh, me say it once, I've said it a million times: the Bulls aren't dead until they're dead. Hey, until the last out is recorded. That's right. It's everyone knows South Florida baseball. They're going to fight you to the bitter end. It's a fact. Can't tell you a thing about South Florida baseball, but. Well, I can tell you, they'll come back in the ninth inning on you fast. They are tough. <laughs> That's what they'll do. <laughs> From a straight money standpoint, kind of all over the place here as we close on this Thursday, is I see where D1 baseball, Kindle oh, and the Queens, Queens is in Charlotte. That's a different Queens College. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. My fault. Maybe he went to King's College. Oh, was it King's? Not, yeah, I think Could you're be. right. I think it is King's College. My fault. Okay. No, it's okay. I, yeah. thought, I thought the same thing. Queens is, Charlotte's the Queen City, right? Is that right? Feels right. I don't okay. know. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. My bad. All right. Whatever. Yeah, it's all good. What conference are they in? Like, what level? Is that 
It's got to be like D two, right? They do that though. They play like France and Mar- Francis Marion too. Like Carolina will dip down into the lower levels and play midweek games. It's smart. They don't count against your RPI. Oh, so you get if you go f- down a level, that game didn't count. So it's kind of like an inter squad game. Yeah, you still get the win, but okay. that doesn't do anything to your net or to your RPI. Even if you lose. No, yeah, it doesn't count. Okay. You're not playing a Division One school. They don't have an RPI, so there's oh. nothing to put into the system. Well, there you go. It's brilliant. It's playing chess a little bit, look I'll be him. honest. Look at it. Look at the game cards. Well, I mean, look, if on Tuesday night Ole Miss is going to play Jackson State, play Delta State. Gives a shit. Yeah. Agreed. Or at least some of those worst teams that are throwing the thing up there 62 miles an hour, and we're all going, well, you're that not was playing baseball. That was one of the games I was watching, which was, was Grambling. Grambling and Arkansas were playing. Oh, they are D1. See, I'm missing oh. everything here. Anyway, go ahead. The dude for Grambling, little left-handed dude, is <laughs> throwing 63 miles an hour. And those guys are like four feet in front of the ball. I mean, they're, they're it just – that'll get you. You've, we've talked about it, especially once the conference season gets started and you're seeing 94, 95, 96, 94, and all of a sudden you're seeing 71. Dude, it's – it's not easy to hit. Everybody thinks that's easy to hit. It is not easy to hit. For like me, it would be easier to hit. But not if you not you, for them. Not when your eyes have gotten trained to something else. What I was saying is D one baseball actually is getting into the streaming business this weekend. I'm kind of curious how that's going to go. Um there are two tournaments in Texas. There's one in Round Rock and one somewhere else. And they are uh they are doing the full pay per view stream for really? it where teams can fans can watch it through their system. D1 have like cameras and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, apparently they're really? doing a full. I mean, they're, I think they're getting Kyle Peterson to do the play by play using their guys. I mean, it's, huh. it's whatever. I'm, 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 I said I'm kind of fascinated just to see what that looks like. If that is a, it's, I mean, I, if the overhead is not crazy and you charge kind of a pretty expensive rate for it, maybe it, maybe it makes sense. I mean, I don't, maybe so. I'm curious to see if there's enough of an audience to pull that off. Yeah, I, non-league games in February. I mean, I'm looking here to see the teams. It's Frisco and Round Rock are the two places. Okay. In Round Rock, and now they're charging nine ninety five for a day pass, so three games for nine ninety five, and then they're charging twenty four ninety nine or ninety five or something like that for the weekend. So you would get nine total games, your team's three games okay. for twenty something bucks. Okay. Uh in Round Rock, it is Kansas State, Sam Houston State, LSU, and Southern Miss. So you're gambling that the LSU fan base is big enough to carry it. Yeah. And in Frisco, it's Cal Berkeley, Oklahoma, Mississippi State, Ohio State. There's a lot of pressure on the Bulldogs and the Tigers this a weekend lot. from a streaming standpoint. Yeah, I don't know that Oklahoma's that big into baseball. They're not. That's yeah. not enough. And I'm expecting a fall off for them. I mean, they lost those two dudes. They're feels like a gamble on their part. But I mean, the overhead might be fairly low. One of Campbell's best friends, uh, her little brother's a freshman at Oklahoma. Second baseman, I think. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I just I, I saw it and I went, hmm, from a business standpoint, that's it's kind of interesting. Facts that nobody cares about, but hey, Mary Elizabeth, I gave you a shout out. There you go. Uh, Ole Miss from a 
weekend standpoint, clearly the uh, the top series of the weekend from a national SEC situation. Maryland's at thirteen, coming in. Ole Miss up to number four. They're still number four um, mm-hmm. in a lot of the rankings. I know a lot of you, not you guys necessarily, but a lot of people were very frustrated that everybody did not drop Tennessee to oblivion. It was one week in baseball. I will defend the pollsters for not going crazy over uh, over the rankings after one week. Hey, everybody there. knows if you don't get off to a hot start. The season's over. It's over. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Ole Miss, thir- Ole Miss, Maryland, four and thirteen, and then uh, in Nashville, UCLA's in town. That's oh. number ten versus number seventeen. So those are the two main. That's pretty good. Uh, Who's everybody else play? Nobody's. Uh, Georgia plays Princeton. Okay. Uh, Mississippi State in, is in that tournament, so they've got whatever's yeah. going on with that. Looks like maybe Arizona State is out there too. Am I getting that right? I think Arizona State might be there too. Uh, Dayton, Tennessee, Wright State, Kentucky, High Point, Alabama. Eastern Illinois, Arkansas, University of Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Missouri, FIU, Cincinnati, and Florida, Auburn and Southern Cal, Portland and Texas A&M, and Alabama and Pepperdine. Oh, okay. How about that? Friday's Alabama-Pepperdine game is canceled. I don't know why. Probably COVID. I mean, it's not the weather in Malibu. (laughs) I feel like they're okay out there. Probably have a health and safety outbreak. Oh, no, they're playing... What the hell? The three-game series is canceled, and then it looks like Alabama's playing High Point twice instead. Oh. So I don't know what's I don't going know. on. No, yeah. no telling. Yeah, I'm out on some of that. I'm not sure. Maybe Pepperdine's kind of like Stanford. They didn't want to go play Southern schools. Didn't want to surround themselves with unsavory characters like that. Stanford doesn't want to be in the... They don't. They don't want to go to the ACC because they don't have to play some of the. Southern I mean, they schools. documented that. That was yeah, their reason. Fact. Yeah. I get it. You know, you think you're better than someone. You're better. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, Jeffrey. Good basketball talk today. As we still uh, continue to dive into the coaching situation at Ole Miss and the Rebels. Uh, at least four more games left. Three regular season, and then a game in uh, in Nashville or more. Coming but, up, but there could be eight, nine, ten, eleven games left. There could. I said at least. Yeah, there are did. at least you did four games hey. remaining. Ole Miss, Maryland, Friday, four o'clock for uh, that one again. If we hear anything on Hunter Elliott, we'll let you know. I, it's possible that still lingers out a couple more days. So uh, appreciate it. Take care. Have a good day, and we'll talk to you very soon.